Okay, don't move. Let me get a picture. Okay, I'm gonna hit stop, right? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of What's Next Podcast. I'm joined by the man himself, Mr. DJ Knockout, Lexington, Kentucky native, one of the best DJs in the nation. Just welcome me, my man. Um, let's, let's, we actually here in uh, B and B detailing, man. It's a pretty cool spot to have this episode, man. What's up, man? B and B detail kings, man. Sure. 1500 North Limestone here in Lexington, Kentucky, man. Sure. This is, we got some. Family business, family yeah. business right here. We got some nice, nice whips over here, man. Nice Close. vehicles, Mustangs Close. on that side. Uh, talk to me about your new year, man. How, how's your new year? We're going into 2023, brand new year, new year for new opportunity, new beginnings, new blessings. Sure. Man, how do you feel coming into the new year? It's like they always say, man. New year, new me, man. We just gotta <laughs> level up, keep it going, man, and do great things this year. For sure, for sure, it is, man. For sure. Let's get right into this this episode, man. Have a seat. I go by the name of DJ Knockout. I wouldn't be where I'm at today if it wasn't for the heart and the hustle. And that's facts. Feel what up? Yeah. Yeah, the flow too cold. Whenever I say it, you know I'ma stand on the nigga. nigga. Just try to call my phone, it don't yeah. really matter, cause they had a chance with a nigga. Yeah, they watch when I drop, like the whole SWAT team had camera on the nigga. They had twins on the block, they look yeah. at my rocks, they love how I dance on the nigga. Yeah, I'm back on the road since the old. So, oh man, I'm excited to have you on, man. It's been a while. Be like here. I said, I said off camera, I was like, man, it took us, it took us so long to get you because we wanted you for for so long. But you know, yes, now we, we actually got my man on here, so I'm I'm, I'm ecstatic, man. Uh, 2023, you just you're just coming off of a, a New Year's Eve was a New Year's party for Jack Harlow that yeah. you threw, basically. You know, <laughs> you, you was the DJ for that event. How was that, man? So it was crazy, man. Uh, it's called a, a ignorant New Year's Eve party. Shout out to Jack Harlow. <laughs> shout out to the homies. Shout out to everybody out there in the 502. I'm my Louisville family. Um, man, it was this is a crazy experience. You know, it kind of felt like a kind of felt like like a reunion, kind of, because there's like a lot of familiar faces was in the room, a lot of good energy, just a lot of good people. Um, we made some memories that night for sure. So it was it was a great night for sure. Who's some of the people that you that that was that was over there? You know, for that the Lexington community might know that you you know oh, that made your parents. Man, right off the bat, man, shout out to my guy Nemo. Um, he's one that actually that, that gave me the call. <laughs> and um, then shout out to KY Engineering, man, two legendary people from the city, both of them from here in Lexington, Kentucky. Um, they work very closely with Jack. So, I mean, and I've known Jack, me and Jack's had a good relationship for years as well. So it was just, it, it was all love, man. It was just like a, like a, like a smooth little family type of thing, you know what I'm saying? So. I feel no, like I had, a, had a blast. Yeah, DJ DJ Knockout. I feel like the the music industry in Kentucky is like really grown, especially like over the past yeah. few years. Don't you think? Like it's it's really taking another level for to sure. The music industry <laughs> for sure. Um, just I I can remember just what it was like starting like when I first dove into the election music scene. It, it it's nowhere near like what it is right now. And I mean, yeah, we still got a lot of work to do. Um, but I feel like we're making great strides. I feel like everybody's working, everybody's building, and people are, are really finally getting on on a good path. Like yeah. I feel like now it's like we can almost see the light at the end of the tunnel type thing. So yeah, putting Kentucky like on the map for sure. For sure. Now you talked sure. about you know you remember when you first started and you started back in 2010 as yes, a sir. as a DJ. Talk yes, to me about sir. you know that that process to to how, where you came from in 2010 to 2023. 
Yeah, that's a that's so, a that's a while. So what was that process? That overall process like for you? So 2010 was crazy. So in 2010, I was actually um, still playing football um, in high school. I played varsity football four years at Bryan Station High School. So in my election, and people out there, y'all know about Bryan Station, man. <laughs> Shout out to the defenders. Um, but yeah, um, man, I can remember during summer practices, getting out of practice early, going to my brother's house, who was also a DJ at the time. Um, really? Yeah, he was a DJ from like the late 90s, early 2000s. And uh, he had the equipment, I had an interest, and it was one of them things where it was like, his teaching wasn't, I'm not gonna show you exactly what to do, so to speak. I'm gonna provide you with all the tools for you to figure it out and make it work best for you. Which I can't thank him enough for that because like, I felt like that allowed me to get my own experience with it. So yeah. that allowed me to kind of learn. Learn on your own, yeah. basically. You know, like, he gave you the blueprint, the exactly. but you know, you, you experienced it. Experience exactly. is the best teacher, I always say. Yeah. Um, How do you adapt from, from such a, a long time span? And you know, 2010 is, uh, the world is a lot different back in 2010 compared to now, you know, social media, sure. uh, the world's a lot faster now. Talk to me about how you adapt, you know, as a DJ and as an individual, you know, as a person as well. I think one of the things is, is, uh, you have to, one, stay true to yourself and like always keep in mind, like, why are you doing this? And then at the same time, know how to evolve. Like, you gotta evolve. Not everything's gonna stay the same. Not everything is gonna, what's trending today might not be trending today. You know, it's like what they always say, you know, you can be here today and gone tomorrow. Yeah. And in music, that, that happens so frequently. So it, it's, it's a lot of figuring out, okay, what's going to happen before it happens so by the time when i do it i'm already set in the head of the curve and then i'm already on to the next thing yeah so it's like it's just it's a lot of studying um it's a lot of research it's a lot of actually knowing music like i don't want people to think this is all a numbers game where djs are staring at computers trying to figure out oh this artist is streaming right now and this artist is number one da 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 no like good music is still a thing like sure, if it ain't sure. good it ain't getting spun yeah so. yeah that makes sense you were a guy who basically you know you podcast you did podcast you did online mm -hmm. radio you did all this stuff right mm -hmm. <laughs> how how you basically how did you get from being that podcaster that guy who's on youtube to to being a dj in 2023 and now you're seeing like podcasts is blowing up is that isn't oh, that yeah. kind of crazy how it's, it's like it's, it's nuts so it's the like, timing of it, it's weird like I guess I got to credit it back to the DJs that I looked up to when I got involved in doing hip hop and everything and doing music and whatnot. Right. Um, the DJs that I looked up to were all more than just DJs. All right. It wasn't just guys just playing music and rocking crowds. These same guys that you seen in the clubs going crazy were on their local radio stations going crazy. They uh, were endorsing things. They had their own, uh, just, they, they were bigger than just the club. And mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like nowadays everything is so simplified and they, everybody wants everybody to stay so much in their lane. And you can do that, but you can also expand your brand while you're staying while in you're, your lane. Yeah. And that was the thing with me, I always wanted to sort of become like a household name. 
Like, Knock when you on. say, yeah, like when you say DJ Knockout, you know exactly who you're talking about. You ain't got to think, oh, uh, is this the other DJ Knockout? Or this DJ? No, no, we're talking about this <laughs> DJ Knockout, Lexington, Kentucky. You know exactly who you're talking about. I can be a good DJ, but if I'm not actually helping these artists get to the next level, and I'm not actually uh, uh, providing more of a worth yeah. to the business, I'm just another dude playing music. And I never wanted to be just another guy playing music. I actually wanted people to actually value what I do, value me for who I am, value my intellectual uh, things as well. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just, I always wanted to make sure that people knew I had more to offer than just yeah. a dope DJ set. For <laughs> so, sure, for sure, man. You, yeah. you very, you, me sitting here talking to you, you're very intellectual. I could just tell. You know, you, you got a lot right. of knowledge that you want to you know, spill to the younger generation. That's why we have guys like you on here. Give me a most challenging, you know, most challenging obstacle that you had to, you know, go through. And how has that made you, turned you into the DJ, the DJ that you are today? I feel like one of the biggest obstacles was learning how to not outgrow my crowd, but grow with my crowd. Like, as far as, like, my local following, my... Mm -hmm. uh, like I said, my local following, a lot of them, they remember playing, like they remember me outside of music, especially locally. Like they remember me when I was playing football. They remember me when I was uh, just doing whatever. I mean, like just hanging out the park, whatever, riding around with my friends, whatever. But it's just like I had a popularity before becoming like a well-known DJ. Yeah. But it was one of those type of things where it was like having to, okay, cool, let's take this popularity of just being a popular kid, let's turn this into a popular name as far as like a like in the music industry, and then let's go from DJing and turn it into just being a popular DJ to being a actual respected DJ for the craft and in the business side of things. And then on top of that, let's, let's not outgrow our crowd to where, oh, I'm just doing all this crazy stuff and I don't ever come back and, and touch the younger generation. I don't ever work with the upcoming artists, the upcoming DJs. Like, yeah. you might see me, you could see me on TV DJing at 80,000 plus game, whatever. And then the very next day, I'll be right back in Casablanca, that's like so, nothing happened. That's so cool. So it's like, it's, it's just one of those type of things. It's like, I don't wanna, I don't never wanna appear to be too big. I think and that's then, important. Uh, yeah. yeah, and I, I feel like a lot of people, they, they they sometimes forget that, like, you know, it's just, <laughs> you got to remember where you came from. At the Always, end of the day. man. Always. And I'm glad you remember where you came from. For sure. Um, now, you're a guy, like, like you said, you, you, where does that come from? Like, is it your upbringing, upbringing that, that made, made you humble? Because you're a humble guy. Like, that's a humble mindset to be like, hey, I'm, I'm never going to forget where I came from. I'm always going to look back. I'm, if I'm doing a, a popular event, I can still go back to my people and, you know, host a, a local event as well. Where does that come from? Where does the humbleness come from? Is that something that you were taught or was it something that you grew on you as you got older? I, I'd say it was definitely taught. Like, I mean, like, I grew up around, like, a lot. As a kid, I grew up around a lot of uh, old heads and a lot of OGs and stuff that, uh, like my brothers is like they were grown men by the time I even came in the picture. Like Jeez. both my brothers, like there's a big age gap, and um, but aside from that, like being around my dad and stuff like that, like all his friends, they older too, and it's just like a lot of wisdom. A lot of wisdom. They would always talk about 
they would always talk about don't uh, get too big for your britches. That's, that's <laughs> an old that's an old saying, and yeah. I would hear that a lot. And it's just like now growing older, like I really see that. Like you don't want to get too you don't want to be that guy that just you know what I'm saying they grow up they seem to be larger than life and then they can't even come home because they didn't turn their back on a city or yeah they people looking at them crazy like man you done did all this but you ain't did nothing for back home that's not the case with me so and I, I take pride in that but at the same time it's just like it's like I said I know what I my purpose and my reasonings for getting into DJing and, and a lot of things that I do now I can't go out here and I stay true to myself if I go out here and I turn my back on where I came from. I still got to come back here. I got I got a daughter here. I still got family here. I mean, like, yeah, I might be on radio station going crazy, but at the same time, what good is all that if I'm on radio and TV and then all my people still out here just struggling, you know what I mean? So it's not, the job ain't done by any means. For so sure, for sure. It just kind of um, is what it is. Now you talked about hosting different venues. You can you can mm -hmm. do a, a a huge venue with a big audience, eighty thousand people in there, or you can you know do the hookah lounge with a smaller smaller population in there. Um, the vibe. Now those are two different vibes. Facts. How do you like? How do you sense the vibe in the room? Like when you're walking in to 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 go DJ, like what's the type of vibe that you go with in particular? Like whether whether you're 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 DJing a packed out rup arena or you know that hookah lounge or or a smaller venue like, like how do you sense that vibe and how do you put that vibe into play i feel like for me i'm a good uh reader of energy so a lot of times it's like i pick up on that energy in the small rooms of like okay cool is first let me do a temperature check i'm gonna throw some i'm gonna throw some crazy records <laughs> out there early just to see, I want to see where people's energy's at in the room. I, I mean, if I'm gonna see what sticks, and if 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 the R&B records ain't sticking it, and we in there, and every trap record I play is going crazy, <laughs> I know what type of time it is. You know what night it is. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. at the same time, it's like in an arena, it's harder to do those temperature checks. And in the arena, it's not so much as a temperature check; it's me setting the temperature, me setting the tone. Wow. It's like. And see, and a lot of that, too, comes to, like, dealing, especially, like, with the teams. Like, you know, with me DJing for UK uh, basketball and football both, um, a lot of it is these guys, they got a job to do. The, I'm not the star of the show at the games. I'm just there to provide atmosphere and, and keep the energy alive and going. Right, right. So it's like I got to tap in with the players. I got to know, like, hey, how y'all feeling today? Like, with y'all on? Like, what y'all want to hear? uh like just you know shoot around I, i'm just in there really just kind of just just vibing out with them it's just me and them yeah. and before the game i'm seeing like what they bopping to and i'm noticing like okay cool yeah we we feeling the young boy today so i know <laughs> i know where we going today facts, facts, if they vibing out to the afro beats you know what i mean i know it's just we we a lot of good energy in there yeah, so it's for just, sure for sure you definitely gotta yeah. know how to read the room <laughs> for sure now for sure. um you talked a little bit about, you know, uh, being a DJ for UK athletics. You mm -hmm. know, what, what, what is that as, as African-American, you know, you know, uh, a guy of your skin color being a DJ, Man. especially at UK, you know, um, how does that feel? You know, how, what does that mean to you and how does that feel? 
man, I still ain't even like really like let it all the way sink in. But it's like, I think I, I think I was at the, uh, what was it? It was Western Missouri State, I think it was. And uh, I think it was the first time when it kind of really hit me. Like, damn, like this is bigger than me. Like this is crazy. So it's like growing up here in Lexington, um, I'm gonna be honest, a lot of African-Americans don't get a lot of the same opportunities that other other people get. All right. It's a lot tougher. We're judged a lot harsher. Um, and I mean, it just, it kind of is what it is at this point. It's not right by any means, but at the same time, it's just, I have to take it in stride. And at the same time, it's just like know, knowing like what comes with my job, like, um, at that game, when it all sink, sink in, like, and I have to send you that picture, too. There's a picture where my cameraman, Fred, like, I don't know how he timed it just right, but he caught, like, the exact moment Reaction. when it, like, really, like, hit me. Like, I was sitting in the, in the stadium in the seats, and I was just, like, looking up, and I was, like, looking at all the banners. I'm looking at all the seats in the arena, and I'm just, like, damn, like, this is crazy. Like, and when you're a kid, I, I, I bet you, you yeah, I mean, when you're a kid, you Yeah, you don't, I mean, that, it's like, just, you, you don't, it's not something, that, if somebody told me that, when I first started DJing, like, oh, yeah, you're going to be doing this, that, and nah. other. And I was like, man, you lying. But it's like, it's crazy now because it's like, this is reality. Man. Right. Like, this right. is the reality of it. And it's just like, and I mean, it's crazy because, like I said, I mean, a lot of people don't get these opportunities. Um, a lot of people will never get to, to experience some of the things that I've got a chance to experience. So, I mean, I always got to keep in mind, like, there's somebody younger than me that looks up to what I'm doing. I was just going to say that. And man. it's like, and, and I see it firsthand sometimes. Like, uh, there'll be times when I'm walking out the game and people with their kids will stop and be like, hey, that's the DJ. Uh, I want to get a picture with him. This, that, and other, da, da, da. And it's just like, I've had it happen at concerts, but it's different when it happens in your local arena at the, at, at a game where a team that you've grown up watching yeah, play your whole here, life yeah. and you're from here, and it's just like it's this does it's, not. It it's, it's yeah. didn't happen before. It's now happening. So, I mean, shout out to all the other DJs that the UK has on on team as well. I mean, shout out to Warm Peace, Pink Honey, Forerunner. I mean, we all do a. We all have a. Have, we work together as a team. It's right. not not like necessarily like one job is more than the other. It's just as a team and as a unit, we have to move effectively together. Absolutely. Because it's now became a thing of where. Like I said, this is bigger than us. Yeah. You, you. And I mean, it's just, like I said, being an African-American kid from Lexington, Kentucky, you just never would think that any of this type of stuff would be possible. Nope. So no, you're making it happen. Now, you, yeah. DJ Knocker, you talked about other DJs. Um, talk to me about, like, the some other DJs that you look up to. And it doesn't even oh. have to be DJs because, you know, we can draw inspiration from anybody, whether, you know, it's our family members or it's a icon that we look up to. Talk to me about, you know, your, your biggest inspirations. To be honest with you, some of the guys that inspired me the most was some of the local guys, like uh, Easy the DJ. Um, me and him, we kind of like grinded it out together. Like a lot of people don't know that like, I always call Easy like my, my big brother because it's like, when I was really getting into the club aspect of DJing, at the time, me and him lived together. Oh, wow. So it was like, and he was DJing heavily too at the time. So like it'd be literally like two DJs. <laughs> man, two DJs under one roof is crazy. It's nuts. I mean, it was constant practice, it was constant like just 
trying to make each other better. We're trying to all, make yeah. each other be the best that we could be. So, I mean, I owe, I owe a lot to Easy to DJ, and I mean, like, and that's, like I said, it's like my brother, but I mean, aside from Easy, I mean, you got uh, DJ DCZ. He, uh, he was another, like, in my eyes, another election and legend. Um, he he really kind of changed the, the the game here when it came to the hip hop environment as far as events and clubs and things like that goes. Um, who else was it? I mean, of course, I looked up to my brother and them. Yeah. I looked up to uh, JK47 on his skill and like in, in his like just turntableism, like the way right. like there's a as a DJ. Coming in when I came into DJing, and, and this is this is one thing I'm gonna tell all y'all DJs out there. This camera right here. I'm tell all y'all DJs this: if you go on DJ, learn how to DJ without a computer. So you just just I'm just gonna say that: learn how to DJ without a computer. Learn the fundamental the fundamentals of taking a needle, putting it on one record, another needle, putting it on the other record, and making it work. Learn that, please. But anyway, so back to the interview. <laughs> but uh, I just had I had to get that PSA out there. Of course. But uh, we we love it, man. <laughs> man, like when you when you learn the techni technicalities of it, like JK47 was a was a huge influence on that. Like, man, I I would watch this man go crazy and do like ungodly things with these turntables, and yeah. it's just like, man, he was playing a turntable like an instrument, and like that just stuck with me. And I mean, it, it was crazy to see that, but uh. Man, there's a lot of DJs, man. Like, I mean, I don't want to, like, miss nobody or anything like that. But, yeah. I mean, like, just yeah, shout out yeah. to everybody, man. Like, YK, Jay West, always uh, forerunner, uh, Pink Honey. She's, she's I'm, I want to give Pink Honey a huge shout out <laughs> because coming in where she's coming in right now yeah. and to be at this level is insane. It's insane. And she's handling this very well. Doing it. Doing and I mean, it. she's doing, she's doing it. So like, now, nah, big shout out to her. Uh, shout out to my homegirl, Quinette. Uh, she also went to Bryan Station. She's up in New York doing her thing as well. I mean, it, it's so many, uh, like, I mean, y'all know who y'all are, man. All the DJs, y'all know who y'all are. Yes, we sir. a family here in family, Kentucky, man. Family. So like I said, I don't want to forget nobody, but. Yeah, sure. of course, man. Um, you, you name dropped a lot of DJs. Yeah. What separates DJ Knockout from any other DJ in the world, not just Lexington, but in the world, what separates you from all those others? Just the energy I bring. It's just, it's just what I bring to the table. I mean, I prepare for my, I prepare for my gigs and shows and whatever it, whatever it is, it is. I prepare for it almost like a game, like a game day situation. Like, if I know, especially if I have like a bigger show the night before. What's that I like? I want to get that. I want to get that rest in. Yeah. I want to, uh, if it's a big game. I want to actually like study up and like okay cool, let's let's look at how how we played last game. Let's see how we can do better. Like I will mentally like I go, I go through a lot mentally um, preparing and um, which probably ain't a good thing. I probably need to start writing things down. But <laughs> uh, but I will say like for me preparation is a big thing. So it's like. Anytime when I have to go into like into like a bigger situation, whether it be a concert, whether it be a game, uh, car shows. I mean, people don't realize like these car shows. We have people from all over the country that come here, all over the world, not just the country. So I mean, like it's it's nuts. Um, but 
all of that I prepare for it the same way. Eat good, get good rest, um, make sure my energy's good. Yeah. Because if my energy's not good, I can't provide good energy to the audience. Else. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. So and and I feel like I feel like DJing is a big energy thing as far as it's a lot of give and take. I have to give something so the audience can give it back to me, but at the same time I have to to trade off with them on that. Like if if I if I can't get that energy aligned in the room, the whole night's off or the whole event's it's, it's just gonna it's gonna be a lot tougher. I'll still pull it off because I'm DJ Knockout, so that's what we do. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's just sometimes it can be tougher. But I mean, like, nah. If I if I'm well rested, I got a good got a good meal in me. Uh, I'm feeling good. I'm I'm. And I, I got, gotta make sure you look good too. That's another thing yeah, too. Man, just make course. sure you look good. Make sure you feel good. When you walk in the room, walk in with your chest out, head up high. You confident. Know what I'm saying confident. Have a confidence about yourself. You gotta also like know like they could put anybody in this position, but they chose me. Facts. So I'm not going to forget why I'm here yeah. at, the, at the end of the day. Like, I know I'm here for a reason. Yeah, confidence is key. It's very yeah. important to have, man. Like, you need got confidence. To. Whatever you're doing, you got to put yourself, you got to be your biggest fan. For feel sure, me? for sure, for sure. Got <laughs> now, to. you talked about preparing. What are some things that you do outside of DJing that, mm. you know, uh, that you basically help you improve your, your personality, you as a person, you as an individual? Like, what are some things that you do? <laughs> You know, outside of DJing. Outside of DJing, uh, as y'all see, we here <laughs> at B&B Detail Kings. For sure. I am a car guy. I am a car enthusiast. Um, so I spend a lot of my time um, tinkering with cars and stuff like that. Give me your favorite uh, car. Ooh, favorite right, car right now? Time. Yeah. Right now, off the top of my head, is that AMG G63 Brabus. Got okay. to go with that. Got to go with the Brabus, <laughs> the big boy truck. But, um. You a truck guy? Kind of. I'm a little bit of everything, though, because I feel like it, it's, it's like there's a little bit of. I like I like certain newer cars, I like certain older cars, I like certain trucks. Yeah. I, I got like a little love for everything, but uh, Lowriders was really like my first, like, where I really kind of like fell in love with cars type thing. Like, a lot of people don't know this, but uh, my dad and my grandfather, they, uh, were some of the first black-owned shop owners wow. in Lexington. Lexington. So, like, yeah, like, they had a shop for years. It's been in our family for years. And like, all the men in my family, my cousins, uh, uncles, everything, like, I mean, everybody flew the cars. And um, even me, at one time in high school, I was the guy that hooked up everybody's speakers <laughs> in high school. I was the guy that pulled up. everybody's speakers, a, right? <laughs> man, listen, I had an 86 box Chevy Caprice in high school. And I would pull up. I had like four twelves in that thing at one time in high school. Pull up, beaten. You could Man. hear me like as soon as I hit the parking lot. And then I got goes. everybody else. Uh, <laughs> I got everybody else's car together too. So, as a DJ, you know, uh, you, we talked about having that confidence. You know, mm -hmm. walking into the room, knowing that hey, they they hired me to be that guy. For sure. What motivates you to put your greatest foot forward every time you go out there and DJ? I think it's it's more so of a thing is like you never know who's watching you and who's paying attention to the little things. And then at that same time in the back of my mind, I don't try to keep it in the front of my mind, but in the back of my mind I also keep in mind there is somebody that is waiting on me to mess up. Ooh. There is somebody it's just it's just like playing on a football team, on a basketball team. 
You got your first string, your second string, your third string. Waiting to get your spot. <laughs> you, 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 I'm saying you got to earn your spot. So at the end of the day, you know, when it's, when it's game day, you got to show up. Yeah, perform. You got to perform. And, I mean, that's just kind of is what it is. Uh, shout out to my guy, Kadir. Um, <laughs> I always used to say three Ps. He always says five Ps. <laughs> Proper preparation prevents poor performance. But um, he he stays on me about that. For um, sure. He stays on me about, like, that's another thing, too, I like to do in my spare time. I like to have those conversations about, like, with my friends and just people I'm close with, just mental checks with them. Like, just I, nobody's going to humble me more than the people around me that remembers when I didn't have none of this going on and the people that can take me back to a mental place of outside of this crap. Support like, system. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes I get so busy to yeah. where I'm fully submerged into being DJ Knockout, and I forget who I am as who a person are, sometimes. As a person. And that's, that's a big thing. Like, you've got to have that balance. And, I mean, it's hard uh, balancing family, work, just personal time and everything else. Uh, uh, not to cut you off, uh, mm -hmm. in the moment type guy. Like, like, do you take it in, take it all in in the moment? I, or is In the like, moment, I so don't. And, but, and, and it's so crazy because it's like, like I said, there's one specific moment where I can actually pinpoint where I had no choice but to take it in in the moment. And that was at that Rod Wave concert. Uh, it was the opening night of Rod Wave's tour. And it was at Rupp Arena, sold out. I mean, yeah, it was no. sold out. And I was supposed to have like a 20 or 30 minute set. My set got cut short. I had like a 10 minute set. Yeah. And I mean, of course the crowd don't know none of this. All they see is me getting ready to go on. And I'm sitting here and I'm like, I'm really kind of like just tuning at the crowd, just like mentally, I'm just like, all right, cool, let's just do a crazy set real quick. Before I played the first song, I hit my DJ knockout tag. Um, and Fred will tell you, my cameraman, like, <laughs> I feel like I look back at somebody and they're kind of like, we both was thinking the same thing, like, we here, like, this is nuts. Like, I hit the DJ knockout tag and the whole arena, like, just went nuts. Like, it was crazy. Like, I didn't, I didn't think that, like, I would have got that response off of just my tag being played. Like, it, I didn't say nothing on the mic. I didn't have the mic in my hand. Um, man, it's crazy, man. Just shout out to my guy, DJ HD. Uh, he came down here from Cincinnati. So our original plan was, yeah. here, you take the mic. I'm going to go crazy on the turntables. Let's just kill this out. He didn't say nothing on the mic or nothing. Like, it literally just is dead silence. I hit the DJ knockout tag. And, I mean, like, it was nuts. Like, hearing the, just the people screaming and the people getting that hype about that. You there. Yeah, it was just there. like, you're there. it was over <laughs> overwhelming at that time. But it was just like, I had no choice but to take that in. And, I mean, like, it's like you said, a lot of people don't have that support system. So, when you're at, like, one of the highest levels that you can get in your hometown and people can see that from your hometown i mean i'm looking in the audience and i'm seeing people i went to school with people who uh, i like just people who i see on a regular day basis and i mean they in the audience but then i'm also seeing faces that i've never seen before and then and then it gets even more crazier when you get to the after effect after the concert or after the game or wherever yeah and then you get on social media and everybody's like, oh, man, I seen you doing this, da, da, da. And it's, it's love, just like, bro. that's it's when love. just like it really hits you. But it's just like in that moment, 
that was one of those moments where it almost kind of like gave me like chills almost because it was like I just I was not expecting that. So yeah, shout out to my city. I love my city. You always that gotta was nuts. You always should, and viewers take this. You always should take a look back, see how far you come, no matter where you're going or how far you, you know where, where you are in your status in your life. Always take a look back and be like, man, I'm doing that. I'm doing this because not a lot of people, not a lot yeah. of people can say they're doing what you're doing. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, like so you should always take a look back and be like, man, I, I, I'm actually doing this. Like, I'm blessed to be in this position. I'm blessed to, to, to be representing my city. You know what I'm saying? No, it's, it's definitely truly a blessing. That's why, like, I tell my cameraman, like, I appreciate him, like, so much. Like, Fred is, like, one of the hardest working people I know. For sure. But, like, he's got to be that for me, like, that, that moment capturer for me, like, because my life sometimes will be so fast paced and we're on the go like all the time. Like he'll tell you, like we went to New York one time and we was only there for like 24 hours. But man, one because day. like, man, I mean, we, we there's a lot of turnaround trips we got to do. <laughs> like There's a lot of like we got to hurry up, get up here, do this real quick and hurry up, get right back to Kentucky. And I mean, like it's one of those things where it's like we get so much done in such a short time, time frame. I don't have time to sit there and just kind of indulge in it and it just like really that. like just yeah. fully feel that. So that's why I give a lot of credit to Fred because it's like he gets the time and, and he gets to make it art as well. So it's like he can capture that moment and somehow, I don't know how he does it, but he's cold with it. You can literally look at his photos and you can tell almost exactly what I'm thinking in the moment. You can almost feel like what I'm feeling in the moment. Like he's got a, a crazy eye. Should be like so, that. That's the way it should be. We got a good working relationship, and yeah. I mean I appreciate that for sure. So. For sure, bro. For sure. Now, they call you DJ Knockout, but you know me and you, we we talked about this a little bit off camera. Mm -hmm. um, you're you you you're known as DJ Knockout, but you're more than just a DJ. Like like Facts. explain to my audience, like what do you mean you're more than just a DJ? What who are you truly at the core? <laughs> I'm one of the industry's best kept secrets. Let me say that. <laughs> Let's say that. There's not a lot of us, but Facts. you have some of these guys in the industry. Uh, me, my my manager as well, Stefan. Um, Shout out Stefan. Yeah, shout out Stefan Dupree, <laughs> man. He, he's, a, he's, a, he's more than just a manager for me. Like, yeah, like on the management side, he helps me keep everything in order. But he's also another one of them guys where I can call and he gonna, he's going to get into me when, when, like, if no, when nobody else wants to tell me, hey, you done messed up. Oh, Stefan yeah, gonna tell Stephane me. Like, he gonna let me know, like, nah, bro, <laughs> like you, you tripping, like Stephane you done messed up. Sure, yeah. So it's like, but yeah, like I mean, like outside of that though, it's like me and Stefan, we both, uh, we do more than what our titles is. It's like we really artist development. Um, I'm a, I guess you would say like a record promoter. Yeah. Um, I play the A and R role a lot of times. I have to, sometimes I'll even step in and sometimes I gotta be a manager role sometimes for some artists. I mean like. How do you juggle that, DJ Knockout? How do you juggle all the, so many different roles, so many different labels? Organic relationships. Uh, didn't force none of it. Uh, a lot of times when, um, a lot of times when these artists reach out to me to help push their records or push their music and stuff like that, these are guys that We've had conversations that had nothing to do with music before we even started working. Or like, these are guys that like, if I did meet them through music, I didn't treat them as some, I didn't treat them no different than a human. 
at the end of the day. At the end of the day, it's like I don't get I don't get necessarily starstruck. Sometimes it'd be like, oh, this is cool. I'm working with this person. Da 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 da. Right. But at the end of the day, it's just like I also got to keep in mind they also working with me. And let's look at my resume. My resume is crazy too. <laughs> so at the end of the day, I mean, it is what it is. It's just like we people. We both worked hard to be where we at. And at the end of the day, it's just, like I said, I mean, I have organic relationships with certain people. And I mean, when certain people call me and they need me like to, hey, I need you to get this record to every DJ out here, da, 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 in this area. I need you to do this, that. I mean, like, it is what it is. I mean, it's just, it's like a friend asking me to do a favor for a friend. It's not no more than, I mean, it's still business at the end of the day, but it's just, it's not like, I don't treat it like, oh, I'm in this just for money or, Oh, I'm so money hungry. This that I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm probably one of the least money hungry people out here in this industry. Really? It's not, and it's not because I, I have a lot, because I don't have a ginormous amount of money or nothing like that. But it's I don't want to give value to something that it, it it's money shouldn't hold the value that we give it, and that's just one of my personal opinions. I mean, I feel like we put too much value, value. into things that. At the end of the day, they're materialistic. It's nothing. I mean, like, yeah, you need to pay your bills with your money, but at the end of the day, <laughs> some of the some of my most happiest moments was when I was broke. Some of my most happiest moments was when I ain't have enough money to to put gas in the car. But me and my friends, we just sitting in the car chilling. And I mean, it's just like, it's just I don't know. I, money is money is money. It is what it is. I mean, at the end of the day, it's like yes, you need it to do what you got to do. But I don't want that to be my sole purpose for why I do things I do. It's not about, oh, I'm trying to become the richest person in the world or oh, I'm trying to buy this, that, and the other to impress people that do not matter. I don't care about impressing nobody. <laughs> like, at the end of the day, as long as, I'm, as long as I'm comfortable and I'm happy, that's all that matters. Yeah. You said something that really stood out to me, um, your purpose. What's, what's DJ Knockout's purpose? What's your sole purpose then? So, like, my purpose is to provide people with the best experience of me. Like, whether that be in music, whether that be in anything, my purpose is to provide you with the best experience of me that I can give you. Uh, it's not necessarily, like I said, it's not necessarily just DJ related, but it's just, I want you to be like, oh yeah, Knockout's a good guy. Yeah, like, he's a cool, cool dude. Like, I, when people, when people talk about me, when even when I'm not around, I don't want people to to be like, oh, yeah, knockout, he's this, that, and the other, but da 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 Like, no, like, talk highly of me. But at the same time, it's just like, I want you to, to feel good when, when you're talking about me, well, even when I'm not there. Like, you should want to talk highly of me. But at the same time, I can't, I can't expect you to talk highly of me if I'm in it for the wrong reasons or if I'm doing things, moving a certain way. It's one of those things where you also got to lead by example, too. If I want the people around me to be better people, I have to be a better person. So I try my hardest to be a good person. Like, it's, it's just, it is what it is. I mean, I, uh, speaking of Stefan. <laughs> he's hearing you right now. <laughs> yeah, speak, speaking shout of Stefan. Shout out to Stefan. If y'all want to go see that episode with Stefan Dupree, we had him on our podcast last season on the episode. Check yeah. that out. Shout out to my guy Stefan, man. Uh, he, uh, like I said, another good guy. Thanks. Uh, he just, like I said, he just, we try to, we try to lead by example. Um, 
I feel like it's one of those things that comes with age too. Yeah. Like early on, like I feel like when I was at a younger point in and in an earlier point in my career, I feel like yeah. I was like, Shh, I'm doing all the things the rappers is doing. I'm in all the places, da, 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 da. Let me go out here and buy this, buy that, and do this, that, and the other. And oh, the rappers walk around with attitude. I got to have attitude. I got to do, man, I don't got to do none of that. I ain't got to do none of that. And that's why the rappers be going through what they go through. I don't have to go through none of that. Let me tell, let me tell y'all another thing, too. Be good people. Be good people, do good business. That's it. That's your secret. Tell them. Write it down. Memorize it. I don't know what to tell you, but <laughs> for real, it's just it's that simple. Like, I feel like people overthink it. It's just, it's just big, just, it, it's, it's an elementary rule. Like, I know people have said this before. Treat others how you want to be treated. I can't expect you to treat me good if I come in here and I'm, if, if I'm sitting right here in this interview right now and I just act like, oh, I don't want to be here. Oh, this is beneath me. And, oh, I'm stuck. <laughs> I'm at this level, this is whatever. Man, what? Y'all gonna go? Y'all, as soon as y'all walk out of here, y'all gonna be like, oh man, we ain't never doing an interview with this guy no more. This guy's tripping. Thanks. But at the end of the day, it's like, bro, we all people. We all people. Right. I respect what you have going on. Y'all respect what I have going on. For sure, absolutely. And I'm appreciative of that. So that's, I mean, it just is what it is. Like I said, just try to be a good person and that's my that's really my purpose like try to spread as much positivity and good energy as I can to people and rub off on people as the best way I can I don't want to be the reason why I don't want to be that guy that's done encouraged kids across America to go out here and become thugs that's not my agenda I don't want to sit here and encourage kids to go down the wrong path because and then the reason why I say kids is because I had to realize the bulk of my following is not even my age. <laughs> the bulk of my following is high school kids, kids and middle school kids that want to do this. They look up to you. They look up to this. So at the end of the day, it's like, what's your best advice for those kids that look up to you that want to, you know, sit, sit in the seat that you are in today, you know, be that DJ knockout type of uh have that you know type of presence in the community what's your best advice for those those kids work hard and just stay true to yourself like actually like things that you value as a person try to incorporate that in your everyday lifestyle if you actually if, if you genuinely care about the homeless do something for the homeless if you truly care about your local community, your neighborhood, do things for your neighborhood. Help the people that are in your community. It, it, don't sit here and talk about how much you flexing and how much you got and how much money you making, but you go back to the hood and your next door neighbor is struggling, ain't got no food in the house, lights is cut off, and kids are starving. But you sitting here flexing, got doing the money fan, doing the, doing the, I know y'all seen the big racks up to the air and all that. Man, it's cool. That's, it's cool. But I mean, at the end of the day, what, what's that, what's that got to say other than, Hey, come, come get me, come get me. I'm walking lit. Yeah. I mean, like at the end of the day, it's just, like I said, put out, put out a positive image and like actually stay, like stay on course for things that are true to you and things that are like important to you things that hold value to you.
I think so. that's important. And another thing that that I think is important is like a lot of the times, like I think a lot of people have trouble finding what's important to them, right? Yeah. You know, because we have we're in a world where you know there's so many distractions. Whether you know, you know, a lot of people you know Things go right out here. drinking. Cell Things phones, right here is the devil. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like I swear, man. Like, there's so like, many different distractions. Like, it's so should, many. Like wherever you are in life, like always take time to figure out who you are. And no, that, that sure. may mean, you know, getting away from your cell phone a little bit yeah. and trying to figure out, you know, who who is Mario? Who is DJ Knockout? You know, who am yes. I at the core? You know you what I'm saying? I think that's, that's probably one of them. That's my best advice, you know, in finding who you are. We're on What's Next podcast. Mm-hmm. What you got coming up next, DJ Knockout? What's, what's the next big thing for you? 2022 is crazy. Yeah. 2023 will be even more crazier, <laughs> but now it's, we're getting to the point to where the, the chaos is organized and it's strategic. It might not look strategic at first. Y'all might see me doing some wild stuff, <laughs> but then later y'all gonna be like, oh, I see why he did this, that, and that, that, that. like, yeah, Put like now we together. are, we, we finally, it's like looking at a puzzle and you got all these pieces of the puzzle. And the years in the past have been just trying to gather these pieces of the puzzle together. And I still don't feel like I got all the pieces of the puzzle together, but I feel like now I'm at the point to where I'm putting together sections of the puzzle and putting it all together where it makes sense. Starting to, to make sense start now. To, we're yep. starting to see the bigger picture of yep. it. So now it's about organizing, lining up things that are, once again, true to myself and true to things that I believe in and putting those things in perspective so I have a actual just I guess kind of like like a map or guideline to follow from here on out but it's just I know now like okay cool I've, I've reached this level to maintain this level yeah we have to still perform high but we have to do it organized we have to polish it Let's polish this beast that yeah. we've already been tapped into. For sure. Because so, it's like one of the things with me is like, I feel like sometimes I get in those in those moments where it's like, I forget the beast that I truly am sometimes. So it's like sometimes I'll have like my highs and my lows. And I'm human. We all do You're it. Human. We, yeah, we yeah, all yeah. do it. Absolutely. We all have highs and lows where it's like sometimes we're performing higher than others. But it sometimes it's like I'll get to that low point and I have a hard time trying to dig back out of that. Yeah. So, how do you cope with that though? Like how, how, how what's something, or if is it, is it, I don't know if it's something or if it's a, or if it's somebody, how do you like cope with that and get out of the, the, the lows that you're in to, to bring you back to where you want to be? I try to take a break from it for a little bit, just for a little bit. It's one of those things where it's like if you have you ever like feel like if you look at something for too long, like if say like if you're working on something and like if you're looking at something for too long and it's just it ain't been working, you just can't figure it out. Then you walk away, you come back and you can get done easily like that. And it's just the same thing. It's just it's one of those where sometimes I feel like I have to take that step away from everything. And sometimes I don't want to do anything music like. I have a bad habit of going on vacations that do that turn into workcations where I'm still working while I'm on vacation. So now it's like 
I've already said uh, at some point this year, I plan on taking at least like, and I want to do this every year. I want to at least take a week off where I disappear. Don't tell nobody where I'm going. Yeah. Uh, turn the phones on, do not disturb. Leave all music equipment behind and just chill, chill relax. Uh, try to get, a, get a, as far away from everything going on in the world as possible to where I, it's almost like forcing myself to reset mentally, but at the same time, it's just, I don't want to get to that point to where it's like, okay, I done distanced myself so far. When I come back, I feel like I've got like this crazy mouth of yeah, things to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, But it's just, it's like I said, it's just strategically figuring out when to take that break. It's always good to take and a break. Yeah, yeah. Just like you said, to, we're human. Like yeah, we, we human. need that, we need that break, especially when you like work so hard. Like you can't overwork yourself. You want to shout out to Warren Peace again because we just had the conversation last night. <laughs> shout <laughs> Warren, out to Warren Peace. Warren looked at me and he's like, Warren looked me square in my eyes and he was like, "Bro, get some sleep, bro. Get some rest, bro. You look tired. I can tell it, man." And it's just like I, I feel like sometimes, yeah, I, I can't hide when I'm sleepy. I can't hide when I'm tired. I I do work a lot. I do. It it is what it is. And I mean. I need the I need that that time away from everything just to kind of reset. So that's why I'm also working on my personal health too this year. This year we get we getting our sexy back this year, man. It's definitely gonna be gone, man. Hey, new year, new me. You said it, right? Hey, I see it. So yeah, man, drinking more water, eat more fruits and veggies. Right now, I'm actually trying to do this little 90 day diet. So I don't know how this is gonna work. We on day two and. Yeah, it's tough. You're doing it. You started it, so that's, I started it. That's the yeah, that's, part. that's the hardest part right there. But man, it's it's crazy. Ninety days, nothing but fruits and vegetables. So man, we gonna we gonna see what it's happens. Gonna be, it's gonna be tough, man. Yeah, it's gonna be tough. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we closing this one out. My man DJ Knockout. Yes, sir. Came on this podcast. What's next podcast? Talk about you know his career. I'm excited. I'm I'm sure you guys are excited to see what he got coming up next. Hit that like and subscribe button. I'll help us out and uh, we're going to be actually putting out some clips on social media as well. Our Instagram and TikTok and Facebook accounts. So make sure you go follow us on that as well. Other than that, DJ Knockout, it's been a, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on our Thank show, you. man. I appreciate um, you I'm, having me. Yeah, of course. Of course. Stay tuned for the next episode. Signing off. What's next podcast? Yes, sir. Episodes and exclusive content. Subscribe to What's Next with Rio.